Hey, teachers, before we get started, we have a quick announcement. We're really excited because registration is open for our new summer workshop, Limitless Potential, an Enneagram Roadmap for Educators. One of our highest callings as an educator is to discover and develop potential. We love recognizing an undeveloped strength in ourselves or in our students. We all love witnessing those light bulb moments when we can literally see potential come to life. In this workshop, you will learn about the tool of the Enneagram. You're not just going to learn your type. You're also going to learn the key to understanding yourself and others in ways that will help improve your relationships, communication, classroom motivation and management, and ways to help reduce the effects of trauma. The more we understand people, the more we can change lives for the better. We'd love to see you June 6, 2024 in Dubuque, Iowa. For more details, head to our website at inspiredtogetherteachers.com. This is the fifth episode in our Enneagram series. In previous episodes, we've shared the three types of wisdom in our discussion of the head, heart, and gut instinct types. We've also discussed each of the nine Enneagram types, including their basic fears and motivations. If you haven't listened to those episodes, you'll want to go back and listen to them. Today, we are excited to bring some of this information all together as we discuss the Enneagram Harmony Triads. Welcome to the Inspired Together Teachers podcast. We're Paula and Michelle, award-winning educators who've worked with thousands of teachers, and we know the struggles that you face on a daily basis. Do you want to make a difference and still enjoy your life outside of school? Together, we can tackle the overwhelm, gain clarity, and build confidence to live the life you deserve. Are you ready to be inspired? We can't wait to explore ways to improve your work life and home life so that you can live your best life. Before we get started today, we just wanted to let you know that usually we keep our episodes at 15 to 20 minutes because we know you're busy. However, for these Enneagram for Educator episodes in this series, we go a little bit beyond the 20 minutes because there's so much that we want to share. We value your time, but we want to make sure you get as much Enneagram information as you can to help you in your work life and your home life. So let's get started. Even if you've studied the Enneagram before this podcast series, you probably have never heard of the Harmony Triads. Michelle and I love the Harmony Triads. It's a model that we were trained on to become certified trainers. It brings a really interesting aspect to the Enneagram that you don't always read about. Lots of times you'll read about wings and arrows of the Enneagram. If you've seen a picture, you'll see arrows pointing in and away from your number. Or you will hear people say something like, I'm a three with a four wing. Basically what a wing is, is it's the numbers on either side of your main Enneagram type. So if you are an Enneagram type two, your wings may be a one or a three. And the wings, when people refer to them, are kind of the types that influence you just a little bit more. For example, I'm a two, and sometimes I would say I'm a two with a three wing, which means I'm a two and I carry a lot of the characteristics of the three. But when I learned the Harmony Triad model, that made so much more sense to me than just saying I'm a two with a three wing. All of a sudden, I understood my number in a whole new way. So we're not discounting the wings or the arrows. They're all great in the Enneagram model. But what we're going to talk about today is the Harmony Triad model. And we hope it has as much meaning to you as it does for us. We think it's going to be a real light bulb moment for you. 
I agree with you, Paula. I first learned about wings and arrows and I struggled to find my wing type. I could see I'm a five and I could see either the four or the six. And I think I have traits of both of those. So for me, that wasn't very helpful. And the same thing with the arrows. I just found it confusing for some reason. I think the harmony triad that gives you your main type and then two others, one from the head, heart and gut, that makes so much sense for me. It also worked for me in terms of the way I see myself. I could understand how that would work for me. That's why I liked it. When we're talking about the Harmony Triad, basically we're talking about this. If you go back to episode 17, we talked about the three types of intelligence, the head type, the heart type, the gut type. Even if you listen to 17 and it's not stuck in your head, you can always go back and look at those show notes. We keep all of the show notes for all of our episodes on our website if you like to see things in print. Moving forward, if you identified as a head type, a heart type, or a gut type, what the Harmony Triad says is you aren't just one type, that you belong to a triad of numbers. So you have your main number. Let's say your main number is a head type. You also have a number you most identify with in the heart type and a number you most identify with in the gut type. You have one from each that influence your life. If you think about it, when we did that original podcast called Get Out of Your Head, and we were talking about the three types, we were saying those are three types of intelligence. And most of us only use one of those types, maybe a little bit another type. But we're saying, wow, what if you access all three of those types to the best of your ability? That's what we're really talking about here. We spend a lot of time on this podcast in general talking about how to be your best self. And the Harmony Triad for us tied that all together. How do we bring out our best in our head, our heart, and our gut? We want you to think of the Harmony Triad in this sort of baseball team analogy. So imagine that we all have our own baseball team. And there's nine players on your team. We've talked about the nine types in the Enneagram. You have nine players on your team. The lead players, the ones you want to highlight the most are your three main players. You've got three players on that team that when they work together, bring out the very best team you can be. Now you have one star player. For example, if I'm a two, my star player is a type two. That's a heart type. But I also have a head type and a gut type that when those three work together, I can be my absolute best. Michelle's team looks a little bit different than mine, and your team probably looks different than both of ours. The Harmony Triad says that by pulling out your three top types, your number one type, and then those two that support them to be their best, your team can rock. We all have some things from all of the nine types that we can relate to. We can all relate to something in one and two and three and four, but you have your main one and then you have those other two, one from each of the other instincts, the the wisdoms that help your team, which is you, be the absolute best you can be. Oh, I'm just so excited to talk about the Harmony Triads. Let's jump right in and get going. The three Harmony Triads are, and these are the three numbers that go together, eight, five, and two. So if you're an eight, five, or two, your numbers are eight, five, and two. Types nine, three, six go together. So if you're a nine, three, or six, those are your numbers. And types one, four, and seven go together. If you were to look at a diagram, we have a great one and we will put it in the show notes and we'll put it as the header picture for this episode. 
If you were to look at the diagram, you would see that there's an Enneagram circle, which you've probably seen before, with three interlocking triangles on the inside of it. You can see how they're connected in that circle. It's kind of like a clock. If you think about the numbers on a clock and connecting them. If you have a chance, go look at that because I think it's really a useful image to help you see how they work together. There's a whole thing about the triangles and Pythagoras and the whole history of triangles connecting the dots, but we're not going down that road today or we will be here for a month. So let's go ahead and talk about how that harmony triad works. We've talked about the Enneagram as a tool for personal growth. This is where the harmony triads really come into play. This is one of the ways you can apply your knowledge of the Enneagram to improve things. Remember, we say it doesn't do any good to know your number and think, oh, that was fun and it's cute and I'm a six. If you don't apply it and you don't know how you can use that to help your life. So that's what this is all about. We're always talking about finding balance and harmony and being our best unique selves. Really, isn't that what we all want? The harmony triad helps us with this. In this episode, we're going to talk about all three of the triads. Let's start with the first triad, which are the eights, the fives, and the twos. The eight is your gut, the five is your head, and the two is your heart in that triad. If you are a type eight, we're going to start with the eights. If you are a type eight, as we've talked about before, you have great confidence, you have great leadership, you follow your gut instinct. And there are also those on the edge. You can be a little bit maybe perceived as demanding or controlling or acting without thinking. But you also can balance that out by accessing that heart intelligence of the two. You can remind people that you won't bulldoze over them. Be thinking about them. Pull in that two. That two energy also encourages you to work towards the betterment of others and things that matter that sense of justice and helping other people out. When eights pull from that too, they can really be their best self. And when they bring in that five energy, that's when they need to do things more carefully. Remember, the five is the head. They're the thinkers. So these intellectual decisions can be for good. And think through those consequences when you're an eight. Stop and think. They can really benefit from the knowledge and the wisdom of a five. So that's why it's called a harmony triad. When those eights bring in their twos and their fives, they can be their absolute best. I always like the image of that last one too. I think of some eight, especially of eights in businesses and they're really busy running companies. They're lacking in that five energy. They're just quick thinkers, quick decision makers, don't overanalyze anything, decide right in the moment. But smart eights often have around them really good advisors who tend to be more analytical and rational and think through things or who can caution them about, whoa, before you decide on that, have you thought about this? All of those are ways that eights can be better. I'm anxious to talk about the type five because that's me. So I can talk about this personally. Fives have great knowledge and wisdom. It's really easy for fives to overthink things, get stuck in their head and struggle to make decisions. You can always probably think about where that's going when we've just talked about the eight in decision making. But fives can also be very self-contained, very private, and very cautious with their relationships. They are very worried that other people will suck the life out of them. Fives have some good traits and some potentially negative traits, as all types do. Well, the type eight energy gives fives the confidence to move forward, trust their knowledge and act on what they already know, maybe to make quicker decisions, to be able to make any decisions sometimes. 
that increases five's potential to bring the best of what they know into the world and act on it. I always call that stepping into my pink. Singer Pink, who I really love, is, I don't know for sure, but I would guess that she is an eight. Strong, confident, leadership-oriented, justice-oriented. And so I see myself as stepping into my inner pink. Sometimes that's good when I'm leading things in high-level situations where you know I'm managing or controlling or running a business. I need that eight energy. The two energy, however, reminds fives to connect with their feelings. It can help fives to improve personal relationships and become kinder and more caring to others. I find it interesting that throughout my entire life, my best friends have been twos. I think that's very purposeful because I think they remind me to be kind and to be caring. It's not that I'm unkind to people, but I don't lead with my heart. I might say something, you know, giving feedback, and it might be perceived as negative, or you're being rude, or you don't like me. That's not the case at all. So if I remember to connect with people and not just say, hey, here's the facts I need to talk about today, to say, hi, how are you? How's everything? And have a little chit chat first, and then we can get down to all the things I need to talk about. So that two energy helps me to have better relationships by a long shot. I've really learned that from two friends, and I understand the power of that and why I need to tap into my two energy. That's what's so brilliant about the Harmony Triads. It tells us what energy to tap into. And then when we tap into it, we realize, oh yeah, we really are our best self when we tap into the other numbers in our triad. I'll do the third number in this triad, the 852 triad, which is type two, because I'm a two. So I will jump right in with this. Twos, as we've talked about in an earlier episode, are really heart-centered. Twos love to help other people. They really thrive off of being kind, caring, and self-sacrificing, which, if you only stay in the two, can be exhausting. Or twos can become resentful because all they're doing is caring for other people. So twos really need to tap into their eights and their fives to find that balance, to find that harmony. Twos who tap into their eight energies can be really great leaders. Eights are the leaders. Twos can bring that out through their triad. They can use all of those helpful leadership ways for the good of their organization, for their school, for your classroom. Twos can dig into that eight, see the need, and then take the steps to fill it. Twos can also dig into their five energy to analyze the information that's coming in and to systematize it. I laugh because when we first started learning about the Harmony Triads, one of the things that we learned is that you may have had things in your life that have caused you to not pay so much attention to one of them. Life, your relationships, whatever's happened. When I first learned about the Enneagram, I thought, yes, I am a two, I am a two, 100%. And then when I started learning about the Harmony Triad, I thought, well, I'm a two, but I, I guess I can see the eight. I have stepped into leadership roles. I have done some of these things. I don't know about my five. I mean, intellectual. And then I stepped back and I thought, what am I saying? I became a teacher. I wanted to learn and teach. Oh, and then I went on and got advanced degrees. Why? Because I love learning. How did I just kind of dismiss that five? Like, well, I don't really play into my five when actually my whole career is a beautiful mix of my twos and fives and eight energy. So don't dismiss one of these as you're learning about it. Say, I'm not really that because you might actually 
actually be. It's just that life has caused you to focus on other things and not realize how much that one comes into play in your life. I have to smile when you talk about that because nobody likes to systematize information like Paula does. I am a five and I don't like systematizing, organizing information the way she does. So that's a five trait. I suspect most fives like their spreadsheets. When you're working with kids who are in that 852 triad or family members or friends, be thinking about how can you help them find harmony? How can you help those fives bring out their inner eights and their inner twos? Give them opportunities for that. Give the eights opportunities for their twos and fives and the twos opportunities for their fives and eights. That's how we find balance and harmony. Let's talk about 147 and their harmony triad. I have a lot of ones in my life. Ones are conscientious and good. They want to do everything the right way. They are perfectionists. They hold themselves to really high standards. And sometimes on the negative side, they'll take that really high standard to the extreme. And they are demanding that everyone else meet their impossible standards. It's my way or the highway. I figured it out how to do this in the best way possible. And you need to do it my way. Imagine how that could get in your way as a teacher. But type ones can tap into their four energy. Remember, four is a heart center. They can connect with their heart, which helps them to build relationships and especially to have empathy. Ones need to have empathy and remember, not everyone is exactly like you. Tapping into that four and that empathy of the four and not tear down those who don't meet their high expectations and respect those who have different gifts and skills than you have. Also, ones on their edge can overwork. They can become intense and are known sometimes to be really serious people. What do you need when you're really overly serious and very intense and all you do is work? What do you need? You need some joy. You need some fun. You need to get out, see people and relax. That's where they can tap into their seven. Sevens are very social. They're out. They're doing things. They're having fun. And ones need that desperately to help them balance all work and no play. You've heard that makes Jack or Jill a dull person. The seven brings joy and social harmony to those that could on their edge just become overworking, intense, stay home people who aren't happy. Let's talk about the fours in this triad. Fours are naturally creative. We've talked about that. They're tuned into their emotions. They have really strong empathy. They are the heart. But on their edge, fours can sometimes come across as being very self-absorbed or overly intense. So when they pull from their seven, the seven part says, have fun with it all. Relax. Enjoy. Go out and enjoy life. Don't get so stuck in your emotions. When we have a four that is really in harmony with their seven and their one, they're having fun from the seven and their one energy helps them to be more focused and more productive. They don't wallow in their feelings like they could if they're only stuck in their four. They say, now how can I do this effectively? How can I make this look really good using my creative skills and have some fun with it? Fours can get really stuck in themselves, but when a four pulls out their seven and one and they are in harmony, watch out for them because you've got some really good, positive, fun, creative energy going there. 
Paula and I both have daughters who are fours, and we've talked about how it's really easy to see that super emotional, lost in your emotions kinds of things, but that we also love it when we see our daughters having fun and being out in the world, doing great things. Paula's daughter's an athlete. My daughter's very creative, loving watching them just thrive in the world, living their best life. We say that all the time. They're living their best life. Let's take a look at type seven. Sevens bring the joy. They love to experience all that life has to offer. But on their edge, they can sometimes become unproductive or unreliable, or what we might even say is really undisciplined. They can tap into the type one energy. And what do we know about type ones? Well, they're super productive, hardworking, get stuff done and do things in the right way. That's good for sevens because sevens often see and know how to do things in the right way. They just get distracted and sometimes don't follow through with it. Tapping into that one means that they can really be productive. That also helps them to be really visionary leaders. Sevens are often very, very social. They love to be around people. Tapping into their four energy makes them sensitive and caring friends and colleagues. Rather than ignoring negative emotions, which sometimes sevens like to do, the energy of the four helps sevens to face and feel their feelings. So they're not hiding from their feelings. They're recognizing that they have the feelings and they know that it's okay to have those kinds of feelings. Let's jump into the very last harmony triad. If you are a three, six, or nine, you have been waiting. And if you are a three, you have really been waiting because threes are like, let's go. I want to get this party started. So here you go, three. Sorry you had to wait so long. I just have to laugh because when you say three, six, nine, I was just talking about the sevens. You know what sevens would say about that? Three, six, nine, the monkey drank wine. (laughs) And the threes are going, why would we do that? We need to be more efficient and get things done. That was a perfect lead in for this. So let's start with the three, six, nine. We're going to start with the type three. Type threes, as we talked about, are super achievers. They have a really strong control of their image. They know their goals. They know what they're working for. But at their edge, threes can become workaholics or they look like someone who is only trying to impress other people or beat other people to the punch. So they really need to access their gut type and their head type. Accessing the energy of their gut type, their nine helps them to slow down and relax. Remember we talked about the nines are peacemakers. They tell the three to slow down, be at peace, help others to be at peace. That nine energy can really slow down a three and make them take into consideration how they're feeling and how other people are feeling in the group. When they tap into their six energy, that gives them that chance to really, in the head type, examine their actions, connect with their rational side. When they do this, they think more about the choices they're making, and they decide if these choices are best serving them or not. Threes can get super competitive if they don't really pull from their six and their nine type. The six and nine type help really balance it all out for them. And again, we're going to use that word harmony, help them to find harmony in their life. I have a good friend who's a three. She's very much can be a workaholic. She says that she definitely needs to tap into her six, get into her head and ask herself, 
Is this what I should be doing? Is this what I want to be doing? Is someone else able to do this? Am I making the right decisions? She does that in journaling weekly, asking herself those kinds of questions, which she says, yeah, that balances me that I'm just in there spending a little time in my head instead of just being a worker bee constantly. Threes can just work, work, work without even thinking about what they're doing, why they're doing it. And they're just working away. That's a great example of that type six energy. Let's talk about the type six. We know sixes are very loyal and faithful. They are good workers and good problem solvers. On their edge, though, they can become overly fearful and very anxious. But accessing the energy of the threes or nines will get sixes out of their head and out of their overthinking. Sometimes people think of fives as overthinking. I know some sixes who very much are into overthinking. And when you're in overthinking, you have to get out of it. So if you can tap into your three energy, you'll become very productive and accomplished. You can go do things and get things done. If you're doing things, sometimes it takes you out of your head, right? Then you're moving forward and taking action and not just overthinking. Just like with the threes, when sixes tap into their nine energy, then they can stop overthinking, they can relax, and they can have fun. They can be very social, and sixes can be really good friends because they're so loyal. So they're social, and they have really good friends, and they can enjoy life. When those things are happening, and you're with your friends, and you're having fun, it's relaxing that fear and anxiety that six can kind of have. There's another example of tapping into other types of energy that makes you just feel more whole and makes you better. Let's talk about the very last type, type nine. Nines are friendly. As we've said before, they're social, relaxed. They're good mediators. Nines do not like conflict. So sometimes nines can come across as very stubborn or passive because they're avoiding interactions if there is any threat of conflict. Sometimes nines numb themselves to avoid anything that causes them any disharmony or feelings of non-peace in their life. Nines really need to tap into their threes and sixes so they don't get stuck. Nines can tap into their three energy by really trying to become more efficient, more productive workers. That three energy is right there for them. It helps them to bring into that heart-centeredness, to be more warm, more considerate of others when they just want to be stubborn or become numb. They can also access their six energy because that will be their head energy and it will help the nines to become great problem solvers. Instead of just ignoring those problems that they don't want to deal with because it makes them uncomfortable, they can think through them and actively work up a plan to prevent them or to solve them in a better way. I have a child who is a 369 Harmony Triad. I went back and forth for a long time. Is he a three? Is he a six? Is he a nine? Before I knew about the Harmony Triad. And now I realize he's just really harmonized very well. I know what his main one is, but he has pulled from his other two in his Harmony Triad in a way that's just made him really a peaceful person. All of these are really good examples of the way the Harmony Triad can help us to live our best. The idea that there's something that we're struggling with or something we're not doing or something we're avoiding. How can we look at things? How can we tackle things? How can we bring some other energy to us that helps us? And even sometimes just having a visual. I hear people in the Enneagram world say, yeah, I'm going to tap into my two or yeah, I need a little three energy this morning. And it almost is like they understand I need to be productive today. So they take on that role and use it to their benefit. 
The more you get to know and understand the Enneagram, you're just going to find a million ways to apply it in your life. This is the last in this series that we're doing, which makes me a little sad. We could go on and on and on. We have barely even scratched the surface of the Enneagram here. So here's our chance to get a little bit of feedback from you. We have been talking about doing an Enneagram retreat. If you could see Michelle and I right now, we're both smiling. We want a weekend retreat with educators to take some time and really discuss the Enneagram in further detail. There's so much more that we could be doing. We haven't made any specific plans yet, but Michelle, do you want to unveil the location of where we would like to have our Enneagram weekend retreat? Yeah, we are looking at a northern Chicago suburb. There's a beautiful retreat center that Paul has actually been to and checked it out. We thought that would be really easy place for people to get to. That's what we're looking at. We're looking at a weekend kind of thing. And we would love it if you would drop us a note or DM us or whatever. Tell us if you're at all interested in this idea. We haven't even hardly talked about motivation. And the Enneagram is all connected to motivations. Almost every teacher I know struggles with motivation. And I keep thinking, we need to talk about the Enneagram with them. So if you're at all interested, let us know. We don't have times. We don't have date. We're just really curious and interested. So let us know if you're interested. And on our website, inspiredtogetherteachers.com, you can actually sign up to receive our free newsletter. We don't spam you with a lot of stuff. We send notices every time we have a new podcast episode. When we have workshops and things like this retreat that we're hoping to hold, we send out an email with a sign up for people who are interested. If you're thinking, hmm, this is something I might like to know a little bit more about, head over to our website and get signed up for our newsletter so you know when we do offer this retreat, where it's going to be held and all of the details about it. Let's recap today. The Enneagram Harmony Triads help us to find balance and harmony and be our unique selves in the best possible way. Accessing the best of your three harmony numbers will help you to live your best work life and home life so that you can live your best life. In true teacher fashion, we are going to end our podcast with homework. Our homework for you today is to really think about your harmony triad. What are your three numbers? What's that main player on your team, your MVP of your team? And then who are the other two that help support them so that you can be your absolute best self? If you're not playing up one of the numbers in your Harmony Triad, make a plan for ways that you can do that in the future. We won't be grading your homework today, but we'd love to hear how it's going. So reach out to us and let us know. If you have enjoyed this series, please share it with an educator that you know. This helps other teachers to find us and it helps us to build a strong community of inspired teachers. Or if you'd rather, just write us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. It only takes a minute and we would really appreciate it. That's all for today. Class dismissed. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, join us on Instagram and Facebook at Inspired Together Teachers. Or head over to our website, inspiredtogetherteachers.com, for more podcast episodes, our award-winning blog, and free guides to help you be your best. Until next time, may you be inspired in your work life and home life to live your best life.